Welcome everyone to the first podcast presented by the Jacobs Well Care Team. My name is Steve Hay and joining me with the care team is Tana Sabor. And we're beginning a series of podcasts that uh, want to help everybody to take steps and know and become like Christ. Let me first start with a prayer. Father God, as we begin this podcast and future series of conversations, we just ask for your blessing. We ask that uh, you would guide us as those who are talking, but also for those that will be listening. And Father, may in this process, we all learn what it means to be like your son, Jesus, that we want to model our lives after. And so please guide us and lead us. And we pray for all of this in Jesus's name. You know, one of the, one of the beautiful things about uh, Jacob's Well that uh, has been true for all the years that it was created is the mission statement. This is said frequently during the services, but let me repeat it here. The, the mission statement of Jacob's Well is this, wherever we are on our journey, we will take steps to know and become like Christ. The huge part of that is that we want to become like Christ and that these are, this is a journey that we're going to take together. When you think of Jesus, you think of uh, many different characteristics. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those that fall into the area of care would be words like loving, compassionate, empathetic. And so as, as followers of Christ, if we say that we want to take steps to know and become like Christ, those behaviors, to be loving, to be compassionate, to be empathetic, would be behaviors we, we would want to be able to step into. That's something that all people have the capacity, have the ability to do. But how do we do that? How do we do that when there are things all around us that are pressing in, things that distract us, that pull us away from our journey with Christ? Well, in this series of podcasts, we want to address some of those things. And we're beginning our first couple of podcasts dealing with the topic of self-care. We're going to talk a lot about that today. But before I go any deeper with that, I want to read a little bit about the life of Jesus as he was beginning his ministry out of Matthew, beginning in chapter 3, verse 16. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased." Then into chapter 4, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. A couple of things that come to me in that, in that when, when Jesus was baptized, there's already the relationship that had developed between Jesus and his father. Uh, that relationship we don't know the details of. We've got a few glimpses uh, during the childhood of Jesus, but there was the understanding that Jesus un understood to some degree his relationship to his, his father. Now, it's interesting that after he was baptized that he didn't immediately just jump into his ministry. 
He didn't begin to go around creating uh, the conversations, entering into uh, relationships with people, uh, doing any of the miracles that we connect with Jesus. Instead, what he does is, is that he departs for 40 days. And the Bible says that he's tempted during that time. But I would also think that during that time, Jesus was really in very close contact with his father, that there was a sense of developing the true details of of his ministry, what he was called to do, and to have a very clear sense. And that is a very strong example that before Jesus did what we most know him for is that he took time to take care of his relationship with his father. That's a huge piece of Mm self-care. And so as as we begin this podcast, we want to say that this isn't just a series to make ourselves better. It is to help our relationship with God be deeper and in that deepness help us learn to better take steps so that we can be healthy and whole in a relationship with God. Then we'll be fully prepared to go out and care for others. Mm-hmm. So to, to take this next step of what it means to enter into self-care, I want to turn the microphone over, over to Tana, who's going to introduce a little bit more about what this series is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Tana? Thanks, Steve. Yeah, exactly. Um, self-care is definitely a huge part. It's it's a factor in your relationship with Christ, yourself, and with others, um, whatever a caring relationship would look like with someone else. Um, when we think of self-care, we think of um, it encompassing us, um, body, mind, and spirit, all of which are super important to form the temple of the Holy Spirit that we were created to be. Um, in 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20, it says, Um, say, or do not, it says, say, or do not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. Um, the, the direction that we are planning to take with this podcast, um, with Steve and I talking about it, when we thought about that and what full self-care looks like, um, it brought to mind um, in our conversation when they would prepare with the full armor of God from Ephesians. Um, they would adorn themselves with all of the things needed to go into battle to fight um, the enemy, but we face that on a daily basis ourselves in our lives. And what does that look like to take those pieces and apply them to the self-care? The whole portion of Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, where it talks about the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, boots of the gospel of of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. Our our goal um, in the next future podcast is to break those down and apply them to what that can look like. in your own mind and in your own body and in your own spirit, not necessarily a belt, but what that implies um, in your life and um, making that tangible for us today. Um, And that being said, um, we will be breaking those down probably two by two going forward, taking a couple of those and then applying them, like I said, to things in our own life um, for self-care. 
We are um, very blessed today to have Diane Bryant join us in this podcast. Um, many of you will know Diane or have heard of Diane um, just because of such the impact that she's had for so many years here as the care director and just a member of Jacob's Well. Um, she is a dear friend, a mentor to so many, a true prayer warrior, and it's just a privilege to have her joining us today. Um, so Diane, just having so much background in care and you actually designing the um, training that we've used at Jack Jacobs Well during your time as the care director here, it was really important for you to make self-care the first portion of any type of training or process for a person. Why is that? Why was self-care necessary to be the first piece in care training? Well, Tana, it, it, it ties into much of what has already been said here in, in several different ways. But if we look at our mission statement of knowing and becoming like Christ, and Christ being an example of how then we should live, mm -hmm. and the way that Christ entered into um, care, and care and love going hand in hand, we can't care without loving, and we can't love without caring, and yet we have to do that with our whole being, in, in Jesus gives us a beautiful model of that, mm -hmm. beautiful model of that. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why care of ourselves is essential for how we then can care for others. So it isn't self-centeredness. It's, it's the way that we're called in the scriptures that you read, Tana, to care for this, this body, this whole body that houses... Christ within us, the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit within us. And um, what a privilege we have to do that. Mm -hmm. What a right. privilege we have to do that. Right. So a similar type of question, but uh, getting a little more particular here, Diane, uh, so many things going on these days. We have election results that are being questioned and the anxiety and stress that is from that. We have COVID and the restrictions and all of the implications of that. All of that is going on around us. So why is it important to practice self-care, particularly in this atmosphere that we find ourselves living in? Yes, there's so much externally that impacts us that wants us to, to react to rather than respond to. And it's in Christ that we grow in understanding how we are to respond with our whole person, our body, our mind, our soul, and our strength, um, and words that Jesus used, as well as in it's in Old Testament scripture, the Shema, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength. And Jesus adds um, mind to it, mm -hmm. those pieces. And and Jesus gives us the models for those. And so when we're we're bombarded with all that's going on around us, if we don't allow that um, that the model of Christ of how do I love three-dimensionally? How do I love God? How do I love the others in my life? And how do I love myself? Um, then we, we aren't equipped with the armor that we need mm -hmm. to then be interactive in this crazy world around us. Mm -hmm. So it starts with how Jesus shows us how then do we love? How do we love God? How do we love ourselves so we can love others? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, 
That being said, um, I know speaking for myself, um, it took me a long time to figure out the good um, practice of self-care and what that looks like. And I think um, that's true for so many people. So if you're, if somebody's listening to this and they're going, okay, what does self-care exactly look like? And how do I know if I'm doing that or not doing that? Um, When I take, well, yeah, I sat down and ate for five minutes today. That's great. And then I was off running again. Um, What would be some signs, I guess, that you are not practicing good self-care? And then to follow that up, what would be some good basic, I guess, starting places or stepping stones to take for you to start implementing a good process of self-care in your life? Hmm. Yeah, good question. And you're right, Tana, all of us are at different places on that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a never-ending calling from God about how am I doing this in my life? How Mm -hmm. am I responding to His love so Mm -hmm. that I can love others and love myself? Some of those signs... Um, you mentioned one, you know, gulping down your food for five minutes and running off to the next thing. Um, not honoring the fact that our body's been given a beautiful way to process that food, and it isn't by just gobbling it down. Overloaded calendars, um, never-ending to-do lists, you know, uh, uh, 20 little uh, Post-it notes stuck all over the place. Mm. Too much sleep, not enough sleep. Sure. Going to bed exhausted and laying awake, staring at the ceiling, mm. um, or awakening, feeling like you never went to sleep, um, that your body's as as tense and tight as it was. This frantic inner inner rushing that you feel um, when you're at a stoplight and you want to keep moving, or mm-hmm. um, you're standing in the grocery line and your thumb, you know, your your hand is bouncing on the <laughs> cart because you want to get it over with. Mm-hmm. Those are all signs that we have this inner restlessness that is not settled. Mm-hmm. We're not settled. Fatigue, headaches, body aches, um, a heaviness that we feel in our body. Mm -hmm. A lack of joy. Oh, goodness. A lack of joy. Feelings of resentment or or being put out because that line's not moving fast Mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And easily getting irritated with the ones that we love Mm -hmm. in our life. Sure. Mm -hmm. So many signs of something's not right in these three Mm -hmm. dimensions of relationship because I'm not loving myself very well. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Diane, you've, you've shared some signs, things that would be happening in a person's life that would be good indications that maybe there's a need for self-care. What would be some good first steps for them to take in that process? Yes. You know, the first word that comes to mind, Steve, is the word pause. Pause to stop the train long enough to, to take a look at what's going on in our lives. And um, somehow we get the idea that, you know, we can just keep on keeping on and keeping on with all of the mm-hmm. stuff that we're bombarded with. And honestly, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that's not how it is. And that's not the model Christ has given us either. You know, um, I, I want to share a few words from Psalm 23. And the reason why I bring up Psalm 23 is because it speaks of us being like sheep. And the character of sheep 
is that sheep really can't be sheep very well without a shepherd. Mm. They just can't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They get so easily lost. They do. (laughs) Or they get stuck, yeah, stuck in doing the same old thing, even if it's going to end up destroying them. Mm -hmm. The same old past. They don't know how, and they don't know how to lay down and take a rest. You know, they need a shepherd. And, And so it's no surprise that when David wrote Psalm 23 from his experience of shepherd, he recognized that we can't do this on our own. Mm-hmm. We need our shepherd, Jesus, our shepherd, to show us how we should then live so that we can love, so we can love God, love ourselves, and love others. So I want to share just a few words from Psalm 23, not all of it, but there, in, in the voice version, because it speaks to what Jesus holds out to us for how we can do the self-care in our life. The eternal, the eternal God is my shepherd. He cares for me always. He provides me rest in rich green fields beside streams of refreshing water. Even that picture is is a a beginning place to Mm -hmm. take oneself Mm -hmm. to. He soothes my fears. He makes me whole again, steering me off those worn, hard paths that we aren't even aware we're on to Mm -hmm. roads where truth and righteousness echo his name. Mm-hmm. He sets a table before us. He gives us what we need in the midst of attack from those enemies. So we have that armor mm-hmm. to build up. He cares for all of our needs. He anoints us with his soothing, fragrant oil, his presence. He fills our cup again and again with his grace. Mm-hmm. And our cup can't be filled unless we, you know, it, it, we can't be this moving target that doesn't pause long enough to let the grace of God, by being present mm-hmm. with Him, by spending some time prayerfully, just letting Him give us what we need. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So um, that being said, Diane, I mean, that is huge. And thank you for, for that word, um, how important it is to follow the sun, <laughs> follow your shepherd. Um that that is what we need in our life is to be close to him mm-hmm. and to have him guiding us and to take pause and to take breath and realize that. And like you said, just to pause and have him come and guide us and lead mm-hmm. us. It's just a beautiful thing hearing the word. Um, and that leads me, I guess, to my next question. We've kind of touched on it a little bit, but maybe just to recap all of us um, in caring for ourselves is beautiful and important. And we're realizing after you've explained why that was such a need to put that as the first step in the form of care that we learn to care for ourselves because all of us in some form or another are in a relationship where we're caring with mm-hmm. for others, whether that's in our career or in our families, um, in a friend situation, whatever that looks like, some form of care always pops up. So what is it that makes it so important that your self-care is good and in a good place for you to be caring or journeying with other people? I think, Tana, what that really helps us do, if, if I am tending to how I care for myself, if mm-hmm. I'm tending to that in, in, in all of the components of what that means, my body my mind, my soul, my heart, my my spirit. Mm-hmm. If I'm tending to that in conjunction with the shepherd of my soul, that 
reminds me when I'm caring for the others in my life that it's not my, quote, job to fix them Mm. or to change them, but it's my job to listen and to love with a prayerful hope, being just the hands and feet and the listening ears of Christ so that he can do his work Mm -hmm. in them. So if I'm not tending to myself, my tendency then is to jump in and do all those things that I think God wants to be doing in that Mm -hmm. person. And that's not my job. That makes so much Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Diane, for for sharing with us and joining with uh, Tana and I on this uh, first part of our journey together in in looking at self-care. We... As I said, we'll be putting out some additional podcasts in the future that will address what we're, what we're focusing on, the armor of God. This is coming from Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 19. Mm-hmm. And to close for today, uh, verse 10 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Mm-hmm. Please know we're not saying that we need to do more. Mm-hmm. As Diane said, it begins with taking that deep breath, pausing, and not looking for how we do it, mm-hmm. but looking to our shepherd. Mm-hmm. Because it's that way we're going to get to those green pastures and the still waters. Mm-hmm. It's in that way we're going to be able to be loving and compassionate and empathetic. To be like Christ doesn't mean that we pile more on ourselves. Mm-hmm. It means we look to him for our strength. Thanks for joining us today. 